You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Postmates. Whether you need sushi at 5 p.m., whiskey at 9 p.m., vodka at 2.40 a.m., or aspirin at 11 a.m., Postmates is your solution to all your problems you know, the personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service, all year round, anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. It's the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and recently expanded into Toronto and Vancouver to offer all the restaurants, grocery, convenience stores, traditional retailers, anything you could possibly want or need, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, at your fingertips, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. So no more trips to the store. Don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. So download the app for iPhone or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app, use the code LOCKEDON, that's code locked on for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, download Postmates and save with that code locked on. You may have noticed a kernel of truth in that read. Um, I am up late I'm recording this after Padres Dodgers game two because this is the second half of this doubleheader that I promised in the Wednesday recording session of my week. I am still on vacation, um, but I'm a baseball girl. What What do you want from me? I'm still watching baseball. Um, so I do want to talk about a couple things. I do also want to talk about what the Blue Jays can kind of learn from the NLDS in a similar manner to what I said they could learn from the ALDS. And I want to kind of start just with a bit of a tip of the cap to the only Blue Jay who, well, ex-Blue Jay, obviously, but the only one who has appeared in multiple postseason games in this round in the National League, and that is former Buffalo Bison and current Marlins second baseman, John Birdie. John Birdie's one of those guys who's like a grinder, who's able to like eventually grit his way up to the top. He did have that brief cup of coffee with Toronto, got signed to a minor league deal with Miami, and was able to make the most of his opportunity there. And so far, he has been Miami's most consistent hitter, who's not named Brian Anderson. Uh, Birdie is batting 222 after uh, today's contest. I, I guess Magnera Sierra 
actually has a higher batting average at 333, but Birdie's higher up in the lineup. That gives him more credit. And I want to use Birdie and the Marlins to kind of highlight something that the Blue Jays will need to work on as they, you know, attempt to make their way deeper into the postseason as opposed to just serving up first-round fodder. It said Birdie was the third best batter. I'm saying third now. For the Marlins in their two games against Atlanta. Atlanta um, didn't get good starting pitching in the first game, but got a lot of hits from guys in the second game. Or in in the first game in the later half to kind of, you know, reestablish the pecking order in the NL East. And Atlanta used Ian Anderson to come in and kind of shut down Miami in the second game. They only there were only seven hits in that game too today, but two of Atlanta's hits left the yard. Continues a trend that I will be discussing in the second half of the podcast. But the important thing is Brian Anderson's having himself a great postseason run. He's still batting 667 uh, in this series. But, as mentioned, John Birdie is number three and he's batting 222. That is not good enough against this team. And like I said, um, Atlanta got home runs for the second day in a row from Travis Darno, technically a former Blue Jay. He did not play for the team. And Dansby Swanson. So, what can the Blue Jays learn from this? Well, one, they have a better version of John Birdie and Kevin Biggio. Kevin's been up with the club and playing the same kind of positions that Birdie does and offering the same level of speed and base running that Birdie does. So, I'm very happy John has found success in Miami, but he wasn't going to find it in Toronto. Second, What's plaguing Miami right now is something that has plagued the Blue Jays many times this season, and that is a lack of ability to move the chains, a lack of ability to string together hits. And both teams were guilty of this in this game. Like I said, only seven hits total. But Miami had a prime, prime opportunity in today's game. In the sixth inning, when they finally chased Anderson out, Birdie got his lone hit of the day, single to left. And then, with two outs, they decided to bring in Darren O'Day. And Blue Jays fans have very fond memories of facing Darren O'Day, because he's usually on the losing end of those fond memories. Looked like it was going to happen again, because O'Day decided to to plunk Brian Anderson and then walk Garrett Cooper setting up a bases loaded situation if Miami was going to get back in his game this is where it was going to happen but Matt Joyce stayed in there Matt Joyce not a very good hitter of lefties but Miami didn't really have a choice their option was Lewis Brinson and Lewis Brinson can't hit either pitcher so 
Joyce was left in there. And he grounded out to first. He chopped the ball and rolled on it. As the MLB Network was very keen to point out prior to the broadcast of that game. And this highlights the Blue Jays' need to not only be able to string together those hits, but get players in a position to be able to deliver those hits. Because you, you could see Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins kind of working on that when they signed guys like Travis Shaw and Joe Panic, But as I've noticed um, in, in running this lineup, they don't really have guys who, who can come off and do what Matt Joyce couldn't get that hit off that lefty that they need or get that situational hit. They might be able to do that now more than they did at the start of the season with Alejandro Kirk more prominent in the face of things, but that should be the minor goal for the Blue Jays heading into this offseason. If they're going to go for an impact player, go for it. But make sure you don't decimate the team enough that you cannot take advantage of those situations you find yourselves late in games. You you have to be able to capitalize, especially in the in the postseason when playoff pitching is usually on form. We've seen some instances where it's not, but you cannot take any opportunity for granted. And suffice to say, the Blue Jays just did not really have the opportunity to take advantage. Granted, injuries didn't help. Having a healthy Rowdy Telez probably would have helped things. And at least, you know, getting that extra power bat off the bench. But they did not have that luxury. And so, at-bats were left wanting. But it is imperative that the Blue Jays are able to convert those opportunities. I'm going to talk about the Dodgers-Padres game in a sec. But I want to tell you first about rockauto.com, the family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from motor oil and tail lamps to engine control modules and other things. I have no idea what they are or what they look like. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The catalog is unique, easy to navigate. You see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer and know that they're going to be reliably low prices. Whether you're a professional mechanic or you're just doing it yourself, you don't have to spend twice as much for the same parts. So go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and when they ask, how did you hear about us, put locked on in that box so everyone gets credit and everyone's happy. So remember, amazing selection of reliably low prices on all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, that Padres-Dodgers game, eh? I mean, that was pretty awesome. It was everything you wanted in a postseason game, right? Like, you had offense, you had good pitching, you had Clay Bellinger 
I'm sorry, Cody Bellinger. I'm so excited I'm mixing him up with his dad. Cody Bellinger robbing Fernando Tatis in a shot that will be played over and over and over again for years. Robbing Tatis of a home run. And ending with Kenley Jansen doing Kenley Jansen things and blowing a save opportunity. Leaving the bases loaded with two out. And Joe Kelly, who had been wild, walked two batters, managed to come in and finally put an end to it when Eric Hosmer grounded out. So what can the Blue Jays learn from this game and this series? Well, that entertaining baseball is fun. I'm, I'm joking. I'm going to be a little more serious than that. But it underscores how, you know, actually one of the good things about what they learned this season is a fluid bullpen is an effective bullpen. Kenley Jansen was bad. The Padres were not fooled by him. They were teeing up whatever they wanted against him. And I know that, you know, maybe that comes from familiarity. Jansen's been pitching for the Dodgers for a while. But Mitch Moreland hasn't seen him and he was able to double him up. Trent Grisham's barely seen him, able to single to center. So, what did the Dodgers do? They they let Joe Kelly go in there. And, and even when he was wild, even when he walked Fernando Tatis Jr., even when he walked Manny Machado, they gave him that one batter he needed. All he needed to do was get one out, and he got it. And that's what happens when you have multiple arms you can go to in that bullpen. The Blue Jays are going to have multiple arms. They're going to have Jordan Romano. They're going to have Rafael Delis, Anthony Bass, Julian Merriweather, Ryan Barucki. Um, whoever doesn't make it out of that crop of players that are groomed to be starters, whether it be Thomas Hatch again, Julian Merriweather, they're going to have guys they can stick back there and be like, all right, Julian, you're throwing 98. You go get this guy out. Jordan, use that wipeout slider, get the next guy, and then we'll finish with Raphael. That is a very attractive luxury to have because then it also means that the other team can't key in and be like, all right, we have to beat Kenley Jansen. We, ha- we have to be able to beat him. It means Charlie Montoya is going to have those options available. As long as, you know, Toronto doesn't get dragged in a bullpen game, which San Diego's apparently doing again tomorrow, so good luck staving off elimination, San Diego. I'll I'll pray to Alanis for you, but probably going to get run over by these Dodgers. Sorry. So, I'm just going to try and enjoy it as much as I can. I, I will be able to watch... This one coming back from softball tomorrow. But, yeah. That's that's just it. I'm appreciative that, you know, I stayed up late and it paid off. So thank you 
California baseball. And thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Just a reminder, if you're not subscribed to make sure you get every single episode that comes out, especially these late night ones when it's almost 3 a.m. when I'm done, um, subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, however you get podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at A underscore J underscore Andrews. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And I said that backwards because in that brief moment, like Twitter, I was dumb. But um, also, check out Locked on Mariners because DC Lundberg has put out his most recent episode. It's Diamond Quiz 8, Tournament of Champions 2. I'm on it. Ulysses Sombrano from Locked On Rays is on it. And Jason Hernandez from Locked On Ducks. Yes, that's the Anaheim Ducks. He's on it. Three of us had previously won our episodes, so we battled it out to see who would take down this crown. And um, I will say... I avenged the Blue Jays, at least, for for what the Rays did. I did that. If you want to see it, if I actually took it down over the host of the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the network, yeah, it's closer than you think. Uh, check that out on the Locked On Mariners feed. And I'll, I'll be retweeting a link to it as well. So, yeah, a lot of baseball goodness for y'all as we continue to motor through these playoffs at breakneck speed. So, I'll be back tomorrow to talk a little bit more. Maybe pour one out for the Marlins at this rate. Hope I don't have to, but I'd much rather bid a fond farewell to the Yankees. Thank you, Tampa Bay, and thank you, Oakland, for you know, extending those series, well, that series, and and pushing the Yankees to the brink. So, thank you. Hopefully, I will have more compliments for you tomorrow. So until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm E.G. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.